you begin to see the flashing of red and blue lights behind you. God damn it. I didn't update my my uh, license plate. Three of you walk inside and Cold closes the door behind you. And we see Walter Polona's cruiser creeping just around the corner. Hello, my name is Rosa Kalyani. I'm also known as Cold Moon, the leader of the Lunar Coven in Norfolk. And your eyes don't get the chance to adjust before she flips on the light and beckons you inside. It is not human. It is an angler hound splayed out on the table. Uh-huh. It's jaw bared. So I will help you this one last time, and then you will sever connections with everyone in Norfolk except the family. So we're scoping this place out, right? In the back of the closet is a safe. I'm going to take the book. Hey, hey, Butch, catch. And I toss it out the window. Cold is going to use the spell in here to transport Rabbit and the rest of the coven to the moon. Did you know that already? No. Oh my god. <laughs> no. You may also want to check the inside cover. Did you? You already did some perusing, I see. You flip it open, and it says, Property of Carmichael. Carmichael has created a scheme where he has turned dozens of people. The Dreadringers are armor for him. So I gotta go around and kill all the Dreadbringers? All of them. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed, Sam? You see a car pulling up to the front of Cold's place. You see a second car pull up and park. Um, I think you have visitors. Is I'm gonna open the door? Before you say anything, <laughs> yeah. the person standing in front of you is Akito. If you were asking me to choose between my family and my family, I can't. I am. I have been a person long enough that I know there are certain things I have to do, certain ways I have to be, and that means being there for my friends. It means being there for Norfolk. Things are getting worse here. I can't just abandon them. Not yet. I believe in you, and I believe in your plan. And if you think you have a new Eden for us, I want to go there, and I want to help you. But I cannot do it just quite exactly like this. Cold says, I think our mistake was letting you think you were a person. Rabbit, you feel all of the muscles in your body tense at once. You can't move, you can't blink, you can't talk. And Cold steps forward and deftly lifts the phone out of your pocket and then just snaps it between her fingers. And she grabs hold of you and drags you back into the room and closes the door. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast from Q Times. I'm your keeper, Sam, and I use he, him pronouns. Today, we are returning to our game of Monster of the Week by Michael Sands and Evil Hat Productions. This season is focused on the community of Norfolk, a town that is slowly losing its identity to the encroaching city and the sudden revelation to the world that monsters live among us. We have a couple of tenets that we're going to be trying to examine this season, in addition to the regular recommendations for Monster of the Week itself, the first of which is show the community, show where it is coming together and where it is fraying. And the second of which is show the world of the myriads, 
show how the world is different since they revealed themselves in ways both complex and mundane. I'm going to go ahead and let my players introduce themselves. Players? Hi, I'm William, they, them, and I'm playing Kelly Aberdeen, he, him, the crooked playbook. My beliefs are that uh, Nami is so detached from this world that she cannot possibly operate within it, so I need to teach her how to hack the system. Rabbit is too self-conscious to reach his full potential, so I must eliminate what's holding him back. And for Norfolk, the town, uh, this town could never save itself, so I must, and the city, the city has a hunger that will not be satiated with just Norfolk. Hi, my name is Jonas. I generally use they, them pronouns, and I am playing Rabbit, the shape changer. Generally, they, he, at all for pronouns. And for Rabbit's beliefs, for Kelly, Kelly's ready to make strides in his investigation, and I need to stay by his side to make sure he gets there. Nami is more like me than anyone else in town. Norfolk is my family, too, and I need to protect it in the same way I protect the coven. And the city has more to offer than many believe, and we should give it some time. I just saw Sam read her own beliefs and her, her face. I wish we could, I wish this was a visual medium so that I could put <laughs> Sam's face as she just read her beliefs uh, up onto this. Uh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> hi, I'm Sam. I use she, they pronouns and I'm playing Nami the Divine, she, her. Nami's beliefs are that Jillian is not good to Kelly and I need to split them up. Rabbit is the person I need to help stop whatever's happening in Norfolk, and I need to prioritize their protection above all else. Uh, for Norfolk, the town has a seat of power inside it that Nami needs to help cultivate. And for the city, something dark is brewing in the city, and Nami needs to be there to help fix it this time around. We're going to pick up with Kelly. Kelly, you are sitting inside of a, a familiar site the inside of a dumpster around the back of a building. <laughs> there are footsteps coming down the, the alley that you are in. And for a moment, the lid of the dumpster lifts as someone throws additional trash into the back of the dumpster uh, directly on top of you. They, they you know, release the lid and it clatters back to, the, uh, to its original position and you hear their footsteps receding. Kelly just like smiles and like to, to himself is like, see, that's what I'm talking about. Nobody's going to look in here. <laughs> uh, Kelly, you begin to hear another sound. And that is a sort of like faintly electronic buzzing. It is coming from outside of the dumpster in the alley. And there are, if you listen closely, very faint footsteps that are coinciding with it. I'm going to like brace my knuckle dusters. Okay. Like slipping them onto each hand and just wait. The footsteps come closer and closer, arriving at the edge of the dumpster, and the lid of the dumpster begins to lift off. I guess I'll just keep where I am because, like, uh, yeah, my mentality is like, no, you know, nobody, no one's going to look in here. Nobody's going to look in here. No one's going to look in here. Peeking over the edge of the dumpster is an electronic face mask. Oh! And it looks inside the dumpster and like looks around, but you are on the opposite side. You are like on the other section of the dumpster. So you can kind of vaguely see it, but in the darkness, it can't see you. And it looks it looks through the, the dumpster and then begins to lower the lid again. I want them to get in. I want them to get in. They have the same idea. No one will look in there. They have to hide. 
Okay, just really as quick and like quiet as possible. I want to pull like the the brown ski mask out of my like bandolier and just and just put that on my my head. Okay, great. <laughs> they lower the lid. This this person in the electronic face mask uh, lowers the lid of the dumpster, uh, and then you hear them just like kind of talking to themselves outside <laughs> of the dumpster, and they're saying, "Where did you go?" If I remember correctly, um, Rabbit told me about this, right? Yes, yeah, Rabbit did. Okay, and, and and this is like recognizable enough, like and such an odd occurrence that I I should be able to be like, oh, this is that person. Definitely yes. Okay, cool. I'm gonna open the dumpster and pull them in. <laughs> I said I wanted them in. William said, okay. Uh, <laughs> act under pressure. Okay. Sam, if you won't do it, my best friend in the world, William White, will make them go in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see it. <laughs> okay, five. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> okay, here here is the thing then, Kelly. Yes, bad. <laughs> not 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 bad. <laughs> you open this dumpster. Like push open this dumpster. I, I can't look cool in front of anybody that matters. I just uh, I You can always use a point of luck here. No. <laughs> I swear to God, get doomed for this shit. <laughs> Kelly, you push open this dumpster, flinging the lid up against the brick wall of the alley, and the sudden noise causes this person to turn around as you are reaching out for them and punch you right in the face. Oh, damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you are going to take two harm as you slam back Wait, against the on. side two of the alley. Two harm from, a, from just a mundane person? I mean, this is me a vigilante superhero. I know. A vigilante but... superhero who we have noted in their initial description as having metal caps over their knuckles. Oh, sure, sure. And they've got like some tech stuff going on. Okay, all right. Well, I'm unstable. <laughs> hey, Kelly, go ahead and mark experience. I did. Don't worry. Okay, great. And, and do, you, do you know how many experience I have, Sam? How Cause many? Because I, I just leveled up. Yay! Oh, Yay! Okay, okay. Here's what happens, Kelly. You stand up, this lid opens, smacks against the brick wall of this alley, and they flip around and just lightning fast pop you in the face. And you fall back against the side of the dumpster with this loud metallic crash. And then they realize in this moment who they just punched. And they run up to the side of the dumpster and say, <laughs> Cryptid, I've been looking for you. I'm gonna punch them in the face. <laughs> Hell yeah! Do you? <laughs> yes. Do it. Okay, roll me kick some ass. <laughs> that feels right. <laughs> okay. No. I want. I want you to know when no, they first. Sorry. When they first opened the dumpster door, I was thinking of just punching them in the face. <laughs> I know, so, I know. I thought like you were going up. to. I was. Th I was thinking about doing it, but I was like, you know what? You know what? I, I've already, my character's like, no one's going to look in here. I'm like, I'm just going to play to that. I'm going to play to that. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, plus three is going to be 11. Okay. Jesus. Are you aiming for a weak spot, Kelly? No. No, no, okay. no, no. Okay, okay. No. And, Kill and, them. <laughs> in fact, I. this is probably a good time for me to tell you what I chose for my level up. Because I, I know, oh. I have my whole, like thing plotted out oh um, okay i'm not i'm not gonna do it but i did because it says um it 
the latter half of it is you may, so I won't. But when I inflict <laughs> okay. harm, I inflict an extra harm now because I took devastating. Shit. From the chosen playbook. We both have devastating then. You both have devastating? <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit. Sick. Yeah, so I have, I, I know we were, in in most instances, we try to avoid what each other are doing, but mm-hmm. I, I I think that, I think that Sam and I are both like just trying to stack strength as much as possible, yes. which the makes strike. sense I for both of our it. characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of love it. Yeah. So Precise Strike and Devastating both say, uh, Precise Strike says you can, and right. when you inflict harm, you can inflict extra harm. And this says you may. Yeah. Because Precise Strike is a whole extra role. Yeah, and and devastating says when you inflict harm, you may inflict plus one harm, and I won't. Okay, so okay, great. But still, <laughs> with an eleven, uh, you get to choose one extra effect, Kelly. So, what is your extra effect going to be here? Yeah, well, okay, so um, I'm gonna make some stuff here for the Mothman. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely gonna suffer one less harm, which, I mean, hopefully, yeah, whatever ends up like. <laughs> Oh wait, yeah. I mean, is this? I mean, in it, it yeah. depends because, like, if the if the Mothman, um, in like a counter attack would would have only done one harm to me anyway. Like, if they're caught off guard, like then I neutralize that. But if it is, if they do like swing at me again with their, because they're trying not to hurt me now. So I'm Correct. just I'm just assuming you know, whatever. Take it away, take it away, keeper. I think what happens here is that you just just immediately on instinct, Kelly, reach out and just pop them with the brass knuckles? Oh, I mm. have to be clear. It's not instinct. Oh, okay. It's like, I got punched. This I know that it was an accident. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. So I'm not hitting them with the knuckle duster. Like, I'm, I'm just popping them in the face. Got okay. it. Got it. I'm just kind of pissed off. <laughs> is this like Kelly using his offhand? Like, because you have the knuckle dusters on one hand, right? So is it like you using your your like your left whatever? I don't know if Kelly's left or right. I think I think but. it's not even a full punch. Like you know, it's like a flick. Got it. Got it. Got um, it. Um. So so it's like not a full punch, but it, the, it's still with the knuckle duster. So yeah. it's like it it would probably hurt like a punch would or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like a it's like a come on. <laughs> yeah. <A tap. laughs> but a tap from Kelly still hurts. Yeah. <laughs> I think when you do this, Kelly. You reach out and, you know, <laughs> tap, quote unquote, this this person right on their mask and the mask just shatters <gasps> because oh. it is a screen. So it just it just breaks oh, no. uh, and, and the light in it kind of like it, it looks like a oh. like a computer monitor that has been like broken. And their oh, voice God. as they try to speak now, as they kind of stumble back away from the dumpster, is coming out in these kind of garbled, like half sentences. Cryptid, I, I was looking for you. Uh yeah, okay. Well get in the dumpster. Come here. Kelly, I think you're gonna have to manipulate someone here. You just punched this dude in the face. Yeah, but they... <laughs> but no, they punch you, to I be know, fair. Know, but now they're worried that, that you will and kill I'm them. In a dumpster, so it's something, something you do. You get punched in the face, you're in a dumpster, right? It's just normal. You get punched <laughs> in the face, you end up in a dumpster. That's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, I'll manipulate someone. God, I hope this goes well. This is... Me uh, too, me too. <laughs> Here we go. Um, it didn't. <laughs> Oh no. It didn't go well. You want to know why? Manipulate someone who's minus one. 
So, five? <laughs> Mark experience. This person is going to kill me. <laughs> the failure is not related to the Mothman here. The Mothman. The, moth- <laughs> the Mothman here. <laughs> no, the failure please. is not related to the Mothman here. He begins to step forward and, you know, start to, like, climb into the dumpster. At the same time, as at the end of the alley, you see a cop car pull up. Oh, oh. Let me guess who this fucker is. <laughs> you might be surprised by the answer. Oh, okay. Because, Kelly, as you look towards the cop car, and the two of you are kind of like, caught frozen you standing in the dumpster but standing up and the mothman standing like with one leg astride the dumpster you see officer conrad butte (gasps) officer butt officer butt who is stepping out of the police car and making his way towards you what do you do oh i gave nami my location you did you did do that Oh, I can't leave here. Well, I guess I could just call her again. Oh, God. How far are we going to go? This is okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to hop out of the dumpster. Okay. And I'm going to look at the Mothman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Mothman. Mo- Mr. Mothman. Please. Mr. Uh, Mothman was his father. Oh, Mothman sure. <laughs> Mothman Jr. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to look at the Mothman and I'm going to go, anything you want to talk to me about, I'm all yours. Like, help me incapacitate this cop. Don't let this person spit in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your mask on. The Mothman looks at you and like pulls their mask up a little bit so that it is like just revealing their mouth so that they can now speak normally. And they say, okay, I'm with you. What the fuck did I just say? And I pull the mask back down. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And yeah, if you want to roll something here, the Mothman will give you a plus one to your roll. You're a sidekick now. I'm going to run over uh, with my knuckle dusters and I'm going to punch the cop car. So, so, uh, Officer Butte is, has stepped out of the car. I, I know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, run past, like, as fast as I can, I'm just gonna punch the cop car. My hope okay. here is that I can, I can actually punch the cop car so hard that it, like, sh- shoves away from the cop, and mm-hmm. if they aren't strangler-wormed, that mm-hmm. would be enough of a, a thing to be like, get out of here! Or, 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 you know, they might pull their gun on me. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a mm-hmm. good point. Let me rethink here for a moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot that cops have guns. Punch <laughs> the cop in yeah. the dick. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> With your knuckle duster. Yeah. Some ashes to ashes, dicks to dust. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I guess um, I can't really kick ass right now because if we get any exchange of harm, I'm going to be pretty toast. Yeah. If you want to, we could roll this back and Kelly could just say, let's get the fuck out of here. But I don't know if, I don't know if you want to do that. Yeah, that's a good question. Well, I'm also curious if Butte has the strangler worm in it. Actually, okay. So let me rewind. I'm going to, I'm going to go over hands up. Uh, Okay. Kelly, I need you to act under pressure 
as Conrad Butte draws his weapon. Ah, okay. <laughs> and is this going to have that plus one from the sidekick? Uh, well, we just erased that. But, oh, <laughs> but I know no, we didn't. Well, I did do that. I still. I, everything up until the point of like. Okay, where I'm like, okay, okay. I'm, I'm sure, still like helping sure. you because this is part of my plan to incapacitate the po- police officer. I wanted to get Got close it. so I could stop them from drawing their, drawing their gun. Got it. Okay. Understood. Then yes, you can take a plus one. Okay. Oh, well, it's a good thing I did because I rolled an eight plus one plus one. So I got a 10. Oh, cool. Nice. Okay, sick. So, Kelly, you you do what you set out to do here. This officer begins to draw his weapon. How do you how do you stop this? What do you do here? Or does he just miss? No, if, if I get the chance to stop it, I, I like so I'm walking. I'm walking towards there's some like distance between us. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm assuming like this cop wouldn't let me get close enough to have there be an issue. So as soon as I see the cops start going for a, a weapon, I'm just going to fling my knuckle duster to, to knock the gun out of his hand. Whoa. Okay. okay. Great. Batarang. It just, yeah, it just, uh, it immediately like it hits him in the wrist and you see his arm, his, his hand just go limp and the, yeah. the gun just like clatters back behind him and skids under the police cruiser. And then and then I'm gonna like run. Oh yeah, I'm gonna just run past the cop and I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna go for the gun. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and as you as you start running past here, Kelly, you can see Conrad Butte's eyes are just completely bloodshot and creeping out from the edges of his eyelids are those white worms, gotcha. those white tendrils. I'm keeping my mouth shut. Yep. Yeah, don't say a fucking word. The Mothman runs after you. Kelly, roll me another act under pressure to get to this gun. Yep, 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 yep. Fair enough. That was really bad. That was very bad. How bad? Even with a plus one from the Mothman? Even with a plus one from the Mothman, I'm, I rolled a four, plus one cool, uh, plus one from the Mothman is six. I just need to stall long enough for Nami to get here. That's how I feel. (laughs) This is tough. I'm sure that's tough. (laughs) Kelly, the strangle worm inside of Conrad Butte turns to you and says, I'm inside Nami, you know. How do you think I found you here? Stop. Turn around. And come back towards me. Or she dies. Yeah, okay, I stop. And I come back towards the person, the butte. And my mouth is my mouth is still closed. The Mothman is like is like frozen here, like unsure what to do. Like there is there is a there is a moment he's like looking back and forth between you and this cop and this cop is like like keeping one eye on him like to make sure that he's not circling around behind or anything but is also like you know not not necessarily focused on him we're going to infect all of you kelly there's no point the more you fight it the worse it will be for everyone you know. I will 
take off my knuckle duster, the other one that I have, and I'm just gonna toss it to the ground over by the, the cop. Open your mouth. And I am going to think really hard. Butch, get in my mouth. And I am going to walk over and open my mouth. Okay. For a second, Kelly, you can't breathe. As you feel something, fill the back of your throat and coat the inside of your mouth. And then Conrad Butte goes and spits. And then that that feeling, that kind of like, whatever you had coating the inside of your throat, you feel it recede. I mean, that, that had to do it, right? We won, we killed it. And then, if I can, mm-hmm. I wrap my arms around the cop and I yell for the Mothman to put on the knuckle duster and punch this fucker. <laughs> yeah, I think this is, I think this is, I think this is kick some ass. Yeah, get, get, put them where I want them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I feel that. Okay, well, I might take some harm from this then. <laughs> but they don't have their gun anymore. Whoa, whoa, okay, well, just could've used that a little earlier. That was <laughs> I rolled a five and a six, and I have a oh, plus shit. three. There's no okay. point. There's no point in rolling that well when I do tough. Okay, well, it's fine. Well, no point yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you catch my drift. <laughs> so what is your extra effect here, Kelly? Okay, so just so everyone knows, I rolled a 14 total. I'm Holy nice. shit. That just, just so that's like said out loud it doesn't oh matter God. it doesn't matter it, does, right it doesn't matter yet it's a good point <laughs> yes it doesn't matter yet. there's advanced moves there's there, advanced moves there out are there. okay so for right now uh on a 10 plus use an extra effect okay so i i'm just going to force them where i want them why don't you tell me how this happens how do you how do you do you like duck through this cop's legs do you just like like grab him by the arm and flip him around like what are you doing yeah, I, I mean, it's like I'm gonna bear hug with the with the arms to the side, like mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like basically stopping this uh, cop from being able to move at all. Just just like wrap my arms around and like bear hug as hard as I can. You see the Mothman over his shoulder, like just lightning fast, duck down to the ground, grab those knuckle dusters, and just smash this guy's the side of his head, and he just goes limp in your arms. Kelly, I I think as you do this, as you like pull him in to bear hug you though, he reaches over and bites you on the shoulder just as hard as he can, his teeth sinking into your shoulder. And you are going to take, I mean, it's just a bite. I think it's just one harm here. Yeah, I mean, given that like- It fucking hurts. Given that a gunshot is only two harm, I feel like one harm is, yeah. Like yeah. depends on the gun, but but yes. Well, if, if even the weakest gun, gun should be stronger if, than the strongest bite, right? Yeah, maybe not the strongest. The weakest bite. gun is stronger than the strongest bite. <laughs> <laughs> episode title right there. That's the name That's of the episode. So good. The weakest That's, gun. Yeah. So Kelly, you were you were like bleeding from this wound in your shoulder now, and you are now 
if I'm counting this correctly, at six harm, is that correct? Yeah, one more and I'm and I die. Okay. That's what luck is for. So I look I look fucked up. <laughs> you look absolutely fucked up. You are panting, bleeding from this wound on your shoulder. You still have that like cryptid mask over over your your head here. I guess you had you had pulled it up a little bit to to kind of let this ruse happen. Well, it's a ski mask. It's a ski mask version. It's just the brown oh, right. ski mask. I'm sorry. So it has yes. the mouth open already. It has the mouth. I forgot. Yes. So you you just yeah, you look absolutely fucked up. I think you are like on the on the asphalt here, just like panting, bleeding from that bite on your shoulder. And the Mothman runs up next to you. The the cop is just out cold. Like he is he is taken care of as a threat. And the Mothman runs up to you and kind of like is like trying to help you but is unsure what to do. And in this moment, Nami, is when you arrive to the mouth of the alley. You see the Mothman, this person in this cracked digital mask, leaning over a bleeding, panting Kelly with a cop to one side who is unconscious and a cop car pulled up in front of the alley. What do you do, Nami? So I think all that the Mothman Kelly see is because it's a little dark, I imagine, right? Is the flame of my sword lighting up at the end of the alley? Nami via Valentina. (laughs) Yes, as uh, Nami charges towards uh, the Mothman to try to get him off of Kelly. Good person. No, good person. Don't do it. What? What? The Mothman, the Mothman quickly like backs up out of the way here, like hands in the air. We're good. <laughs> they pull their like mask up again over their mouth so they can kind of speak a little bit. And they say, I'm not, I'm not back here down. to, I, I'm not, I hey, wasn't, I was up. helping. Put it back down. They put it back down. I'm like laying with the cop on me. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Ma- Mothman, do you have some sort of um, UV thing? Can you use a UV thing on her? Why, why would I have a UV thing? <laughs> right. <laughs> Just turn it off. Because you look like a, you're a robot. I don't know. I need an explanation, please. Who are you? And I raise my sword at the Mothman. I'm one of the Mothman. Did you say one of? No, I, no, I'm just the, I'm the only one. Nami, this is the Mothman. It's nice to meet you. Is it, is, is it dangerous? Are you dangerous? <laughs> You're so hard to understand. Wait, stop talking for now. They just shake their head. Okay. Nami, can you, this person's fine for now. They helped me. Oh. Um, but I'm a little messed up. I can see that. Do you have a worm inside of you? No! Are you sure? Because this this thing told me you had a worm inside you. Oh, and you're going to trust the worm? <laughs> it showed up here. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. And I'm going to lean down and I'm going to lay on hands on. And I, I, if Nami, like, leans down, like, uh, Kelly turns his head a- away from her, like, and, like, puts a hand over his mouth. Like, nope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Nami, if you if you screw this roll up, you kill That's me. That's true. <laughs> but luckily, I have, for some miraculous reason, never failed a roll for lay on hands, which is really nice. Well, don't say that. Don't say that out loud. I rolled a 10. Okay. Hey, okay, yeah. Great. Hey, cool. 
What, what does That's that do? Right. So that heals that heals Kelly for it's one two. for two harm and removes mm-hmm. instability or uh, and removes illness. Plus they're stabilized. Yes. Mm-hmm. Plus, Plus they're stabilized. I'm stabilized. Okay. Yay! That's fucking good, Kelly. Because you were I was quite rough. close to being I'm dead. I'm still not good. <laughs> no, still not good. So you and Nami are both still at four harm, yeah. which means I think when you like. <laughs> When you lean over Nami, uh, Kelly, you get a good look at at Nami, and she looks just still like absolute shit. Like you two are just like looking at each other and being like, like thinking to yourself, wow, they look like shit. <laughs> I shove the cop off of me and I crawl out from underneath. His, his body just like, li- you know, rolls over onto the asphalt. And then I'm going to I'm going to look at the, the Mothman and, and be like. Hey, can you just like put this in the dumpster for now? Yeah, the Mothman like walks over and picks up this person, like kind of straining a little bit, and then you know props open the the lid of the dumpster and like heaves them inside, and then they just point at the cop car and like kind of give you a shrug. Cops love to leave their cars running when they get out of them. So is this one running? If not, I'm gonna be like search search the body for the keys and like. Yes, yes, I think it is. Okay, if it and if it's still going, I'm gonna be like, okay, now go over there and drive that car into the alley here and turn the lights off. They they quickly run over to the cop car. <laughs> Is this my Robin? <laughs> well, yeah, like essentially, yeah. they run over to the cop car and and climb inside, slamming the door, and then kind of do like a three point turn to like you know, drive into the alley a little bit and turn off the mm-hmm. lights. Okay, and while while all of that is happening, like, it's like, I feel like it's happening in the background, you know, the body mm-hmm. getting thrown in the dumpster, the guy going and getting the cop car. Uh, I'm gonna look at Nami and, and just be like, do you have, like, a UV light or something so we can check each other? Um, unfortunately, no. Because uh, I'm, I don't know, I don't carry that kind of stuff on me. But, and then I casually, I'm gonna put my sword back into, like, the space of that doesn't exist. But like, I don't know, um, maybe maybe the, the officer has something on him. Don't they like use that? I've seen them use it at like investigations and stuff, right? Oh, oh, you know, actually, yeah, yeah. There, there might be UV light in the cop car. Maybe. Yeah. Can I can I just do like a sharp to see if we find it? Or is that like, is this going to be weird, Sam? Do you think a cop would have a UV light? I think it's I think it's feasible that there would be a UV light in here. I think this needs to be a investigative mystery roll. All right, I'll do that. Oh my God, double sixes. What's the fucking point? <laughs> <laughs> I have plus three sharp. Give me g- give me that on a, a cool roll, please. Uh-huh, or like my manipulate uh-huh. someone. Kelly, in the glove compartment of the cop's car is a small UV light, like the kind you would use to check like a driver's license. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, sure. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have a far range. Like you need to get it pretty close to someone in order to to uh, show anything. But it does work. Wow, Sam. So you gave us what we were looking for, but but really throttled how useful it was. Like I'm kind of impressed that you came to that so quickly. How did... Are you impressed with yourself? Well, you know, I didn't want to say anything, but I am genuinely. I think that's so smart because like it, in this moment, like it it pays off, but it's not like giving us this huge boon or whatever. I'm just like GM to GM. I'm I'm super impressed right now. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. OK, cool. So I grab that and I'm going to immediately hold it to Nami's skin. There is no. Well, actually, d- I mean, I don't think Nami fluoresces. 
No. Naturally, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. Okay. I, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. And while I'm doing it, though, I realize I'm like, what am I looking for? What is this supposed to do? <laughs> <laughs> I will say because it's a light, I think Nami does have like a bit of like a like a glitter on her skin. But like otherwise, that's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Kelly, if you use this on the body in the dumpster, what you'll see is that there are these sort of this sort of target shape, these sort of concentric circles that are emanating out from the mouth. They like it it, in my head. Mm -hmm. The thing I am drawing on here is the rash that people get when they have Lyme Lyme disease, disease, when they are bitten by a tick. Uh, Um, It is that, except it is these like fluorescent, you know, UV bands and they go your whole body. They like extend across your whole entire body uh, on the visible skin. Okay, cool. Okay. And then I've done it to Nami. I've done it to this body. I'm going to. I'm going to shine it on myself so that Nami can see. And do I? No. Okay. I was like, because we know, we, I'm pretty sure that Butch took care of the one that got spat in my mouth. I was like 99% positive, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And then, uh, and then I'm going to do it to the Mothman. Yeah. He lifts his mask a little bit and, and lets you, you know, uh, shine it on him. And there's no indication of this. Okay, cool. All right. And I'm going to look at the Mothman again and just be like, okay, we don't have time to talk right now. Like you, you've hit me at a kind of inopportune moment. So uh, I'm, I'm fully on board with having a conversation with you at some point. Thank you. Also, can I have my knuckle duster back? He hands it back to you. He's like, kind of like sheepishly. Like dang. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Like, oh, I was going to hang on to this. Yeah. And I, and I've picked the other one up that I had flung before. So I have both of them Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to put them back on. I'm going to put them back in my bandolier. And so I'm going to be like, you need to help us right now because everything's in danger. There's this thing called a strangler worm or strangle worm or whatever, which by the way, that's the name of it. Nami Butch knew about it. Um, so that's weird. Yeah. No, we're going to have a conversation. Okay. Also, I'll tell you about Butch Never Mothman. So um, you're just going to know that name and it will forever itch at you about who that is. Okay. <laughs> we need to go. Nami has a quest mm. to to gather materials. So we're going to go do that. And you're going to help us. Because if you don't help us, then I will become extremely less friendly with you, Mothman. You understand? They nod. Two rules. You can't talk right now because when you do, it sounds like absolute shit. They nod again. (laughs) Two, keep the mask down. Keep people and things and stuff away from your mouth. Because as you saw with that police officer, this strangle worm thing, when it's inside of people and it's controlling them, if it spits in your mouth or if it gets anything like any fluid or like whatever, I don't know. It can probably get in some other ways. Maybe it can even crawl in your eye. Sorry, but it could crawl in your eye or something. As long as this thing can get inside your body, that's a problem. So like keep your pores shut, clench your asshole and let's go. <laughs> I think they they try to like they're trying to like mime something out or like do charades to like ask you a question. I, we really don't have time for this. No, I'm sorry. Let, let okay. them ask their question. <laughs> I turn towards Nami. Nope, no time, Nami. We can't do this. Okay. Not right now. All right. And then as I like pull Nami to the side, I'm like, hey, uh, is Rabbit with you? Oh, no, no, no. Rabbit's working on um, p- preparing the spell. Preparing the spell. Oh, oh, the stuff that we're getting the material for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Okay. I'm going to text Rabbit and just be like, okay. Just, just met up with Nami. We're both good. 
hope like the prep is going well. You get a text back that's like, okay, cool. I, I ran to the convenience store for some drinks. Do you all want anything? Kelly, the message that you get back is message could not be delivered. Oh. Hmm. What? May, I guess there's no service down in Colt's basement. I mean, that makes sense. Oh. Why would there be? Hey, folks. Keeper Sam here. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Pest Control. We are very, very nearly at the end of Arc 2, which is extremely exciting. Uh, There is a bunch of stuff in the rest of this episode that I can't wait for you to hear. So stick around. I just wanted to say that um, we appreciate you. Everyone here listening. Uh, With the ongoing death of Twitter (laughs) and the kind of breakup of social media platforms, it's more important than ever for people to tell the people in their lives about us. And we've had lots of people tell us, oh, hey, we I mentioned this to a friend or, or find it through other people posting about it with fan art and uh, uh nice words that they've said about the podcast. So thank you very much for doing that. If you haven't done any of that yet, maybe consider it. Uh, There's lots of different places to do that right now. (laughs) Uh, If you want to find us on some of those places, we are on Twitter at Pest Control Pod and on co-host now at Pest Control Pod. You can also find a very minimal presence from us on Tumblr and uh, on our home Discord, for which there is a link in the episode show notes. Uh, We're also on the actual place Discord server with a bunch of other great shows, including our sister show, uh, $2 Creature Feature. So come check us out there. We would just we would love to hear from you. If you're enjoying the show, let us know. And hey, maybe toss us a nice review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're listening to podcasts these days. Our next episode and the finale of Arc 2 comes out August 20th. We'll see you then. Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You are locked in this room with the angler hound. Yeah. You are having trouble moving any part of your body. You are ha- you're forced to take these little shallow kind of breaths as you stand uh, perfectly paralyzed here. It is even difficult to blink. Yeah. I- I'm curious one what is going through rabbit's head and two what his next move is. Yeah, I mean as far as what's going through his head, he's definitely like, before this had just happened, he was kind of feeling like he, he was feeling pretty powerful, having like kind of claimed some power for himself against cold a little bit. Yeah. And like, he was feeling good about himself, standing up for himself. And like, okay, wow, actually like, maybe I can even like keep things relatively normal as they have been and just like work with cold instead of under her. Maybe we can actually like have some respect for each other. But I think right now he is kind of just spiraling into, I'm not sure that I want to, I'm not sure that she deserves that. And I don't know that I even can. Cause I think that is the big thing that he kind of lands on and rests at is just like, Oh, I am not as competent as I was hoping I was a few minutes ago, you know, Mm -hmm. at least when it comes up to cold being, my 
my enemy in any action, you know, or my, yeah. you know, opposed to me in anything. So I think right now he's not sure what like tomorrow is going to look like for him as far as like what his place in his family is, what his place with his friends is. Like, I think he's roiling in a lot of uncertainty right now. Yeah. But the thing that is certain is he's, and I, and I think at a certain point he's kind of actively allowing himself to feed this. He is like trying to shed any loyalty he feels towards cold specifically while maintaining mm-hmm. his sense of like loyalty and love for the family and for the coven and for like a lot of things that cold is connected to, but just removing as much as he can, that part of him that feels like, I mean, cause he is like cold's mentee. Yeah. He's been cold's assistant and things. He's like, and also, also like cold's like child of a sorts, right? Like right. A, a child. And so like, he's just doing his best to kind of separate the two and kind of rewire his perception of this person, which is complicated. Cause I think as he's doing that, he's also going through a lot of memories he's had with like, haven't always been bad, you know, and have been like yeah. normal, yeah. at least with cold. As far as his next move, I don't know that he is confident he'll be able to make a next move until like either cold comes down and says it's okay. Or honestly, he's probably just thinking, okay, I need to focus on breathing, focus Mm -hmm. on not dying because he's Mm -hmm. not even sure if this is like, that's the other thing, right? Is he's, he's sitting and realizing like, oh, I am like potentially going to lose my consciousness i might stop existing i don't know what happens if i can't like feed oxygen into this body like i've done my whole life yeah i'm not sure if cold was thinking about that i'm not sure like i think he's at this point thinking like this might kill me and i don't even know if she realizes that so i might die down here and no one will have anything to do about it so i think he's in largely survival mode physically just trying to keep his breath going and hoping that his parents like his his moms or his friends will get here soon and that they will know what to do basically yeah beyond that he is also and i want to ask you sam like what is what is moat's situation right now what is moat up to is moat held as well or is moat kind of free but not in my control i think moat is free and is kind of like bouncing around this room kind of like bouncing off of the walls even Mm -hmm. we haven't really like maybe you can tell me this how how physical is moat like how how much of a like like if you grabbed onto moat would you feel something there <sighs> that's a good question i i feel like sometimes i think that when moat like when moat is just like a ball floating around i think no i think you would pass through it like i think you would feel like um same way if you passed through like uh like steam, you know, or just like thick sure. air, right? Sure. You'd feel that kind of thing. But there are also times where Moat will like, I mean, Moat has, I think, like interacted with like doors and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think Moat can also kind of solidify into more of like a still very like soft and can be broken, but like thinking of a parallel. Moat is Ublek. Moat is like Ublek. Yeah, yeah. Got it, got um, it. Okay. Or like I think of, you know, Sandman from Spider-Man, right? Like sure. sand can grab something and then and then collapse back into like its granular forms right after. Got so it. I think right now, yeah, Moat probably is like, because I was imagining if, if it like works with you at all, just like Moat slamming against the door for a bit and then potentially like as you were saying, like taking that momentum and just like kind of free bouncing, yeah. not really in control as we normally see it and we're not sure if that is like a conscious thing on whatever moat has of consciousness or if it is just like literally the like ping-ponging from wall to wall but i think i think the aspects we see of like moats kind of like 
quote-unquote personality are probably largely absent right now, but there's still that sense of it there. Yeah, and I think I think Moat is like changing forms like very rapidly. Like mm. I think Moat is trying to in some way like in seeing you locked into a single form like this. Mm-hmm. It's almost as though Moat is trying to like make up for that by becoming as many different forms as fast as possible that they can be. Yeah. So it is like it is like turning into like you know a a, a hand or a fist or a ball or a mm. question mark a, a or an exclamation for a point a yeah. rabbit for a moment like all these different things just really really quickly cycling through forms and kind mm-hmm. of bouncing off of the walls as it does so and I think at one point it even like bounces off of the angler hound and there's mm-hmm. a there's a little like <sighs> kind mm. of sigh thing mm-hmm. as it's uh you know its chest is compressed a little bit mm-hmm. um and. Yeah, I, I think Moat eventually, uh, you you know, they're they're bouncing around, kind of change, changing forms for for a few minutes here, and then they kind of begin to slow and and resume that ball shape, mm-hmm. and then they just like float in front of you in this kind of like questioning way, like like what what do I do, basically? Yeah. I think that is the that is the knowing Moat your whole life, and you know, knowing knowing the way it kind of like. You know, it's it's like when you can tell a dog wants to go outside. Yeah, absolutely. Even if they're not standing by the door, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Like, I understand. Especially being able to tell when your dog needs wants. to go outside, which is even like a step, I think, deeper into that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Also, just like to 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 detail it because you you touched on this and it was something that you and I talked about uh, yesterday before this session. But one thing that also Rabbit is experiencing physically is that like while he is being held fast here, like he cannot physically move his body. That includes his like eternal nature of always being a little bit inconsistent in his form like even if he's mm-hmm. holding a shape even if he looks like you know barley or whatever like there is still that aspect of him underneath the surface that is always like moving you know always in motion yeah. even more than like a human being is always changing and right now that is like either ceased or extremely extremely slowed to where he's basically completely frozen solid which i don't think he's ever experienced before so that's scary i think with that i've been imagining rabbit's eyes are open especially because you're like describing him seeing things i think rabbit is he's trying to keep his moves as small as possible to again just focus on his breathing and like holding himself together and he is going to try right now just to close his eyes uh, rabbit, roll me act under pressure. Okay. That is a seven, and I think cool is a zero for me. Okay. Uh, eight total, yeah. It's a one. The the mixed success I'm going to give you here, Rabbit, is that, like, you can close your eyes. It is just going to take you a long time. Sure. You can feel your eye closing in these sort of minuscule increments, mm-hmm. slowly, slowly, slowly drifting close. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it takes you, I think it takes you a full five minutes cool. to close your eyes. Yeah. And I'm not even, I'm not sure exactly like, he, for him it's just a very long time because I don't know if yeah. he has capacity to track time, but for us that's good to know. Like it takes a very long time, yeah. Yeah. To the point yeah. where it probably doesn't even look like he's moving. It's just like, if you don't look at him for five minutes and come back, now his eyes are closed. Right. Exactly. And it is at this point, when your eyes are closed, Mm. that you hear the door open. Okay. Yeah, Rabbit's just going to listen right now and focus on his breathing. And if, honestly, if he can, he is going to, like, be trying to breathe without 
if it, if it ever was apparent that he was slowly breathing, right, to any like one who may have been watching, he's going to try to mask that now so that somebody might think that he is frozen here dead. And especially cold, because he is thinking like, oh, oh cold might be about to kill me on purpose or an accident. And mm-hmm. I, if it was an accident, I want to make her think that she did. You know, he's he, he wants to give her that moment of like regretting what she did and also to maybe, I don't know, shake her up in front of the opening or something. But basically, he is trying to appear completely dead if he can. Yeah, there is there is a moment here as the, as the door opens and there are a couple of steps inside. There's just a pause as you can feel someone's eyes kind of like moving over you and then you feel a couple of fingers reach out to your neck to try to take your pulse. Why don't you roll me act under pressure? Okay. Oh, that is a 6 plus 3, so 9 plus 1 for cool is 10. 10. Pause that heartbeat. I, I think you feel those fingers like like readjusting their position on your neck, like trying to find your pulse. And then all at once they quickly withdraw. And cold drops the magic. Oh. And I think instantly she's going to start channeling healing magic into you. Okay. And you feel you feel her put her hands on your chest and you feel some sort of like like coolness like starting to spread through you. So I'm gonna heal you for one heart. I wanna I wanna get in the way of that really quick if that's okay. Oh sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I if I can. I wanna try to do this. So Rabbit is not a witch really in the way that like his family is and he is not much of a magician in general and i don't even know if i'm supposed to be able to use magic but i want to run this by you and maybe we can make an argument for this using gravity or some other aspect of him but what i want to try to do as rabbit is focused on like keeping his form basically as it is right now like now that he knows he can be solid more than he's used to he's trying to hold that right hold the shape she put him into and as that healing magic comes in he wants to try to kind of gather it within his body, and instead of allowing it to affect him, he wants to redirect it. Into what? Uh, the angler hound. <laughs> oh! Uh-huh. Huh. Interesting. Um. Hmm. I'm trying to... Th- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Because I, I love this idea. Yeah. But magic, but rabbits weird move is not use magic. So I think we need to, I think we need to like ride that line, right? Can I make a suggestion? Sure. Yeah. Sam, what's up? If rabbits hold magic is gravity magic, maybe at the last second before the magic is complete with the heel, the hands are gravity wise move towards the angler hound. I like that. Allow her to challenge challenge when she's ready to be like, okay, cool. The magic is there. Now we heal. I yeah. try to move her and like whatever tether she has to the magic and whatever my grasp on the magic is. And then she's just make her heal that instead. Yeah. It's almost like you are, you're like, you can feel <laughs> it's almost like if cold were using a defibrillator on you, right? You hear her rubbing the paddles together and you're waiting for that moment that she places them on your chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. So go ahead and roll me for your gravity magic, your telekinesis. God. Can, can you all blow on these really quick? Thank you. Thank you, Blaine. Thank you, everybody. Oh, no. 
I'm using a luck point. I rolled a three. I don't care. I'm using a luck point. This matters too much to me. Okay. I'm just gonna do it. I, I I rolled a three. I I'm I refuse. I'm I I know the consequences of this, but I don't care. I'm. Jonas, I'm how many using... luck points do you have left? Three. Uh, I've used my fourth luck point, and I'm going to do this. You can only use two more. I just before you're doomed. Like I know. Okay. 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 I just like. Okay. If it happens, it happens. But I want this to happen for sure. So so. Jonas, I'm I'm gonna I'm going to cede narrative control to you for a moment. Take a move as hard as you want. What happens here? Uh, as Rabbit does feel this like healing magic come over him, I also let me ask you, Sam, and I, I can kind of let you determine this. Has Cold ever healed Rabbit with magic before? Do you think? That's a good question. I hmm, that's a good question. I think that's up to you. Okay, yeah, my inclination is, is no. I think he has seen her okay. do this, but it's never been done to him. Okay. I think when magic has been used on him, obviously Nami has done it. I think his, his mothers have done it. Mm-hmm. But he feels that, and it feels familiar, but not but not so familiar. Sure. And yeah. um, as it is, like, reaching the culmination of, of her, her casting, basically, he is going to start to take deeper breaths and allow his heartbeat to kind of return and, like, lift his chest and drop it. And Moat, who I think was just sort of like, like orbiting very slowly around Rabbit, is going to kind of speed up a little bit and then just like mm-hmm. come to circle his horns again, and then slow down again and rest on top of his head. And Rabbit is going to slowly open his eyes and look at Cold, and his mouth will sort of like quaver a little bit as he starts to gain more control of his muscles again. And one side of it is going to wake up first and kind of tilt up into a smile. And then one of his eyes is going to close again. And she is going to very, very abruptly and harshly just like jolt, yank over towards the angler hound and slam her hands down on it and put with like the full force of healing magic that she was ready to put into rabbit. And maybe even a little bit more than she was expecting to just in terms Mm -hmm. of like opening the floodgates of magic and the surprise of what is happening to her. Just funnel that into the angler hound. And that she's holding there for a while. And the angler hound is going to kind of make that like same sound we heard earlier when Moat sort of bumped into it, just like chest compression as she like pushes into it, right? Mm-hmm. And then she like cold kind of steps back, like shocked, and then looks at Rabbit, probably with fury and shock and like unsure what just happened and what she should do now. Yeah. And looks back towards the angler hound and it continues breathing and kind of like gets up a little bit and stretches out its back leg and turns towards cold. And I do want to give control back to you over how the Ingram acts and what it might be able to do, but I do want to put in its eyes all the hate it could possibly feel for her. It jumps and bites her. Like it, it just, it, in, I, I think it, it doesn't, it, there's no hesitation. Full mm-hmm. weight. This thing is the size of a pit bull. And it jumps and full force. And this is not, we have seen this is this is different than how we have seen angler hounds before. In the first season, primarily, we saw angler hounds hunting, right? Mm-hmm. We saw them injecting their prey with this venom and then sort of tracking them, waiting for them to lose contact with everybody else. We did not see, because of the bounds of that mystery in Garinger, what happens next. We did not see that angler hounds consume their prey. We did not see that those syringe-like teeth 
fold back to reveal rows of teeth like a shark's. And this thing jumps and latches onto Cold, and she screams as she falls back out through the doorway, this thing, like, like viciously attacking her. I would like to use gravity magic again. Okay. And I want to try to hold the angler hound where it is. And not hurting it, and not, like, if I can do this without causing it too much distress, but I want to try to prevent it from doing too much further harm to cold, but keep it where it is for right now. Okay. Roll me uh, roll me some gravity magic. Uh, that is a four and it's plus weird, so that's a four. Okay. Then I think what we see, I, I think the failure here, Rabbit, is cold reaches up with two hands and a huge gout of this like dark blue magic just erupts from her fingertips, completely immolating this this creature. Just like it's gone in a matter of seconds. It is just dust. And she like she like starts to stand up and then screams again. She is like bleeding from these massive wounds across her chest and her shoulder. And she she is she like stumbles over to her workbench and you see her like shakily trying to like mix ingredients for something. Stop moving, tell me what to do, I will help you. Do not exert yourself. And Rabbit is like moving away from her as he's saying this, like kinda of towards the door if he can, but making distance and allowing Moat to be closer to her. Instruct me and I can help you. I don't want you to die, but I don't want you to hurt yourself. Manipulate someone. Cool. Uh um, Roland's so nervous. Uh, Jonas, before we get too far away from it, I just want—I just want you to know that it is like, like profoundly poetic that you fed her energy into the angler hound to bring it back to life, or, or like to recapacitate it to like basically Thank kill you. her almost, like yep. not intentionally, I guess. But yeah, like the, really yeah, yeah. I, that was really cool. That I—I yep. I liked that Agreed. a lot. Agreed. I, I, it, I, obviously, I couldn't have thought of it beforehand because it was a direct response to what Sam was doing, but it did feel like the right way to move forward. So what did you roll here? Uh, I have a seven plus one, so eight total for manipulate someone. Okay, on a seven to nine. Uh, they will do what you want, but you have to do something right now to prove to them that you mean it, which is probably actionable because I said, like, I will help you. I don't want you to die, but I don't want you to hurt yourself. With shaking hands, she reaches down below the workbench and opens a freezer door. You see within one syringe and she pulls it out and holds it out to you and says, do it now. Prove that you're part of this. Prove that you're part of something bigger. Uh, Rabbit's gonna take a couple of short steps closer to her and kind of just like squat straight down, bending at the knees. And he's gonna reach out and take it from her. If I do this, we're working together now. You don't tell me what to do. You tell me what you think. And because I know you, I think many times you may be right. But we are together and I am my own person in this family, in the same way that you are. 
And before she can even answer, Rabbit's going to inject himself because he wasn't asking. He was telling her what's about to happen. And he's doing it. Okay. I'm trusting you one last time. How do I help you? Right now. Those over there. And she indicates to some some beakers and, and you know, little dried things over in the corner. And now Rabbit's definitely moving faster. He is a lot more, like, controlled and, like, slower than he would normally be because he is, like, trying to remain composure. He is, like, shaking a lot right now uh, internally. Um, but he, he, like wants to maintain composure for the benefit of Cold's perception of him right now. So he's going to move confidently, but as quickly as he can, him and Moat to gather the things that she directs him to. And he will follow her instructions now to make sure that she is stabilized and not going to hopefully die from the attack that just happened. Yeah. You begin to mix these materials together. And I want to take a moment here to talk about the way that this venom works on you. Rabbit, this venom requires you to be in proximity to the people that are going to forget you, which means you still have a choice here. If you do not interact Mm -hmm. with Kelly and Nami, they will not begin to forget you. Right. But the next time that you interact with them, they will begin to forget. We will use the same rules that I laid out in the first season in Geringer. Kelly and Nami will make rolls to determine things that they might forget about you. But after a certain point, they will forget you completely. And I need to think back on this. When Cold came in before... And caught Rabbit beginning to prepare the antidote as he had, because he had learned basically how, like, I mean, how to, how she had done it. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get to the point of actually extracting and like bottling it, right? She cut him off before that, or was he? You did extract some of it in a syringe, right? But Cold grabbed the syringes from you. That's right. Okay. And she would not have. I can't. Have I, I can't imagine she left him with any access to that. He, that that's probably destroyed. No. So currently. We do not know of any blood left on the planet. Right. Because Cold just destroyed the last known angler hound to exist. Motherfucker killed my dog. Okay. You begin to mix this poultice and Cold pulls open her, her shirt to let you apply it to the wounds as she looks at you and says... Things will be different now. I promise. I know. Glad to hear you say it. Kelly and Nami, where are the two of you headed next? Uh, what's the first thing on my list? So the list that Cold provided you has a number of very classical, like, witch ingredients. Like, I think we see, like, a quart of goat's blood and things like that. Where you want to try to find those is up to you. I will absolutely let you roll investigate a mystery if you want to try to track down a place where they might be. But I don't think Nami just knows offhand. What I will say is I'm not going to tell you where to find that. Not that Nami doesn't know it offhand, but that, that I'm not going to give you that answer unless you come up with something or make a roll. 
Kelly, you are here too. So there is like, y'all y'all are in communication. Cool. I'm going to show Kelly the list and be like, um, I'm not really familiar. I don't think maybe with where to get goat's blood. A goat? <laughs> That's true. That's really funny. Really quick. Do we know about the lunar witches at all? Um, what do you mean by know about them? You know that they exist. Well, I do we know that Rabbit's family are lunar witches? Cold explicitly said to you last episode, I am Cold Moon, the leader of the Lunar Coven. The leader of the Lunar Coven. And we know that Rabbit is affiliated. So would we just be able to yeah. make the assumption that? Because like, I think the so. reason I'm, I think you I'm thinking that is because like, I mean, a witch might have all of this. Or know exactly where to to get it. Like, so... That's totally true. Oh, you know what? <laughs> this might be a silly thing to say. I bet Art Young. Oh, maybe. Oh, you think? I, I mean, yeah. Like, Art Young used to work for VacuCon and stuff and is part of Cold's whole thing. Oh, right. I know that he doesn't want to work for her anymore, and I know that she's trying to strong arm him into doing it. And I know that you have a commission to kill this dude, but yeah. we can exp- we we've been meaning to pay that guy a visit anyway. You don't tell anyone about that. <laughs> yeah. I say, turn to Mothman. He nods. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, this person might this might be a good chance to get someone on our side. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because if I'm being honest, I don't trust Cold for shit. Yeah, no, me neither. And you know where Art lives, right? Um. I'm going to pull out like that little file. Does it have the address? Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's right here. It is in Norfolk. And we're in the city oh. right now. Correct. Mm. But Cole did say that they needed some time to prepare the ritual. So. Is it? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to look at Nami for like, like, and I'm going to, I'm going to like reach my hands out to like take your hands and just be like, you need to tell me, does this sound like a bad idea? <laughs> Because so? also I'm thinking like, you know, we can't trust anybody isn't infected right now. But I know that Art is kind of secluded, right? And trying to keep away from people. And he also like, if he used to work for VacuCon, he probably knows what the Strangler Worm is or whatever. That's true. He probably knows a lot more than like most people. This this might be the perfect person to go to or we're we're doing a horrible thing and, and it's going to cause a real problem. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. okay. So we we could do that. But like also I'm sure there's like like a an occult shop nearby because where else is cold gonna get supplies from normally? I don't think you can just sell goat's blood. (laughs) (laughs) What about what about the, the shop the that we got those steaks from? Okay. No, I'm 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 for that. Just um do we, we only have- I do want to avoid people as much as possible. Yeah, and a store might be difficult, but okay, Nami, do you mind giving me Art's file? Yeah, no, sure. I think no matter what, I'm going to go pay Art a visit really quick. Can you go to the oh, okay. the store and and can you take Mothman here? Sure. The Mothman, <laughs> again, is like- tries to starts to say something and then it's too garbled and like is trying to like 
act something out and is like pointing over his shoulder. What do you have somewhere you need to be? Again, he kind of like points over his shoulder and like nods kind of. Yeah. Listen, if you got to go like if you got a dinner date or something like you can go do that. But there's kind of a there's it's like (laughs) he indicates like, no, no, it's not that. It's like I'm going to like I'm going to walk over and lift up the mask. (laughs) (laughs) What? Uh, It's just um, I have some. Uh. You said there's a monster that is like infecting people, right? Yeah, yeah. Right? I have some people that I need to check on. Oh. Bad idea. Bad idea? Bad idea. You do not want to you don't want to interact with anyone right now because if they are infected, you could get infected. I need to make sure they're safe. We're working on that. Listen, hey. But hey, and I and I like grab this person's collar. The worst thing that you could do for them right now is go there because if they are infected, then the strangleworm is going to know that you're looking out for them. And that puts them in danger. So just chill. Just chill on it for right now. Fuck. Fuck. Hey, hey. If you're going to be doing this kind of shit, you got to be prepared for this kind of shit. You listening? I, I'm... I, uh, this is what I'm trying to talk to you about. We don't have time, Mothman. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm going with her? Okay, you know what? You come with me, Nami. You can take care of yourself, right? Okay. Yeah. No offense, but the reason I've been staying away from you is because I thought she was going to kill me with that sword. She or, might. Uh, your other. She f- might. And I would have noted. And your yeah. other friend has an extremely scary person that beat the shit out of me. What? There was a, a, a <laughs> there was this black woman. She could do magic. Yeah. And. She told me to. She told me to stay away from Rabbit. Oh, oh no! I did tell her about them, <sighs> and she said she would take care of it. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, but it does track. You can see why I was trying to find a time when you were alone. You're never alone, Kelly. Hey, whoa, cryptid! <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. The cryptid. Hey, uh, when when the mask is on, it's cryptid. Okay, all right, okay. Well. Um, uh, oh, we do. We we so don't have time for this. But <laughs> come, come with me. Come with me. We can talk on the way. Nami, um, keep your phone on vibrate at least so that you can feel the buzzing. I'm gonna give you the UV light. Okay. Because we're only gonna go interact with one person. Okay. You you might be interacting with a whole bunch of people. So. Okay. I mean, I. All right. Are you are you okay with this? I'm just like. Okay, so like, we don't have Rabbit's motorcycle, and so the only way for us to get anywhere is to like take public, public transportation, transportation, and we're splitting up, and you know, it's just, I don't know, it just seems... Oh, you know what? Let's not split up. Fuck this. And th- I'm gonna go back to the alley, and I'm gonna get the cop car. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on second thought, actually, fuck okay. this. Okay. All right, um... You know what? Uh, and I'm I'm also gonna take off Butte's uniform, and I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it. <laughs> oh, what a great! Everything's coming back. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait, actually, wait. Is 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 the Mothman bigger than Nami and me? He is taller, but not larger. I would say. All right. I'm gonna I'm I'm pulling the uniform off off of Butte, like out of the dumpster, and I look at I look at Mothman, and I just go. Hey, can you drive? Oh, 
Math? Do you have a license? Do you do you know how to drive? Actually, you don't even need a license. Do you know how to drive? I I know how to drive. Oh, yeah, put do this I have on. to take and the I, like, mask off? I like slap the uniform against the, this person's chest. I'm like, put this on. Nami and I are going to look so silly in this. It's we're going to be drowning. We're so small. So you got to do it. <laughs> okay. He's he starts pulling this on. I think just over his the rest of his costume, and then he he turns to you and says. Do I have to take the mask off? <laughs> yes, you have to. T- yes, you have to take the mask off. Manipulate someone, Kelly. <laughs> oh, go, go, okay, all right, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, five. Oh my it's god! One, oh my god! It's minus one. What do you think it's gonna be? Makes sense. <laughs> Nami, do you want to? Do you? Oh, you can't help out here because even couldn't... if I help out, it wouldn't. Because oh, I roll a six no. and it's minus one. Okay. For... Okay. Well, um, you know, um, none of us are especially like. Uh... What if I? I'm gonna use soothe. <laughs> yeah, use. Oh, oh that's right. Because oh. I can soothe and talk and remove any negative emotion from this person. Huh? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I'll let you do that, Nami, but I'm still gonna make you roll manipulate someone. Me, okay. So Kelly, don't mark experience. Okay, I won't. I, I, I think the thing it. here is is you say, yes, you have to take it off, and the Mothman, yeah. the Mothman, I keep saying the I'm Mothman. I'm gonna keep saying the Mothman. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Kelly, the Mothman looks at you and says, I'm not comfortable with that. And then, Nami. Yep. Um, I'll. Should I roll first or say what I want to say first? Say it first. Say it first. Okay. But like, it's, we're like, we're friends, right? And like, you know, the cryptid is your mentor, so you should probably listen to the cryptid, right? Give me the roll. Okay. Eight. (laughs) On a seven to nine, they'll do it. But only if you do something for them right now to show that you mean it. Blindfold yourselves. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I I take out like a like a, a scarf or something and I I put it over <laughs> my head and I'm like, "Okay." I'm talking about weird shit happens in cop cars. I do it and I'm like, "All right. Nami, you're doing a ride along so you can be in the front cuz you know the cops know that you work for them. Uh-huh. I'm going to be the I'm going to be in the back. So, I won't be able to open the door from the back. So, you, if something starts happening, you have to get out of the car and let me out." Absolutely. Okay. And and it's gonna mostly be on you. And I'm like feeling around now, like like with that I'm blindfolded and I touch like the the Mothman. It's gonna mostly be on you. Hey, I'm putting a lot of trust in you right now. I want you to know right now, right now, our lives are in your hands. The lives of all of Norfolk, possibly the entire world, are in your hands. Wow. If you do this, if you get us through this, I, the cryptid, owe you one. That's what I like to hear. And he guides you to the back of the cop car, Kelly, and around the side to the passenger side, Nami. And you step inside the cop car, and he pulls out kind of quickly, he's maybe not a great driver, flips the car around and says, where am I going? 